from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Coaching carousel and college football moves on. Matt Rule, congratulations to Matt Rule. Actually, congratulations to David Tepper, Carolina Panthers owner, who has somebody who wants to give Matt Rule a ton of money to offset the money that's still owed to him as the ex-coach of the Carolina Panthers. Dude's getting like a nine, 90% of his contract is guaranteed by Nebraska over the next, what, eight years? $74 million, eight years from Nebraska. So it, it, David Tepper doesn't know Matt Rule anything anymore. One of us. Matt Rule. Cannot cannot wait to see the smock return in that red. $9.25 million per year. I tell you, man, that Big Ten money is real. <laughs> it never it is real. It never stops, man. It never stops. Can't pay the players, but well, no, it's on the boosters to pay the players now, right? Like you, you saw, you saw that Clemson sizzle reel from last week, right? Like Clemson had put sure. out this name, image, and likeness collective call to action. Yeah. It's basically saying all of these schools need it right now. This is super important for us, and especially now as things are going to get going in the transfer portal, right? Yes. If your collectives, if your collectives are not all on the same page, it's going to get really interesting for you in the transfer portal, and you're not going to get the guys you need, and you could be losing some of the guys that you do need to develop in the next year. So that's just something to keep an eye on this off season. And we'll we'll get to some of the coaching carousel speculation that we even we dabbled in in just a few. But right now, it's time to answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe All right, first question comes from Josh. Hey, Joe, are state fans feeling a bit better about Dave given Friday's result, post-game celebration, and TV comments? Also, are UNC fans going to be okay after a rough weekend? <laughs> well, answer the second one first. UNC fans will be fine. Yeah. They're playing for their school's first championship in football since 1980 on Saturday, if that's not enough. Mm -hmm. And yes, while they lost some regular season basketball games, can we not be fooled again by North Carolina basketball and what it does in the first two or three months of the season and how they will finish the season? I've said it before. I do not have the mental bandwidth to fret about any college basketball results for any program other than Syracuse at this point. I'm not going to take it too seriously. I'm just, I just, I cannot get to where. Actually, I, sh- I shouldn't even take it seriously with Syracuse because. I was going to say, it just means they're going to be in the Final Four with yeah, Syracuse. Pretty much. They'll win the ACC tournament. They're going to run. We'll no, get they'll, to the championship they'll, they'll game. They'll never win the ACC tournament. That's right. Tournament, my bad. They'll get to the championship game, not win it, and then they'll just continue on to get to the Final Four because that's what Jim Beheim does. So, yeah, I'm not going to worry about that. As far as Dave Dorn is concerned, I don't think Friday's result really changes anything for anybody. I think most people's minds have been no, made up. No, I would disagree with that. I think most people who. No, I think. No. no, no. No. In what sense? No, no, no. The state fan base, as I've, I've described this on Pack Therapy, there's a third to every fan base, right? Of course. Yeah, there's a third that believes in you. Mm-hmm. There's a third that, you know, hates you. And then there's that third in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I think after the Boston College loss in particular, that third in the middle was squarely inching towards the, wait, can somebody come hire this guy? Yeah. And then the Louis, you pack on the Louisville loss where it's like, well, why, are you, why do you insist on playing Jack Chambers? Mm-hmm. And again, you're getting closer to the, wait a second, that that middle doughy third is really starting to lean towards the group, the other third that doesn't like him. So it, it, it by winning the game, you avoided, A, 
losing again. Yeah. But B, you also win back the most of that doughy middle. So yes, you're right. Let there's me a third that. There's a third that you're always that you're never gonna have. Fair. And there's a third that you're always gonna have. But I think what he did with Friday's win was win back that middle that doughy middle. I would say by now, given the amount of time that Dave Dorn is here, I'm not even sure how I don't even know if it's a third anymore. I'm not saying that that sentiment, that subgroup doesn't exist. I just don't know if it's a third of the fan base anymore. I think some people will look at what happened with the loss to Boston College and the loss to Louisville. Hear me out. Hear me out. And you say the Jack Chambers. There's a big question about why the Jack Chambers experiment didn't work out. And the last thing I saw is the best thing I saw. And I already saw some of this on my timeline where people were talking about, well, where was Ben Finley earlier? Is Ben Finley competing for the job next year? What does this mean for MJ Morris? Right. So there, I think it's a fair. I think it's a fair thing to bring up. I know Lauren Brownlow brought it up on ACC Panic Room on Friday about why was the quarterback situation handled the way that it was? What was Jack Chambers doing that gave him more opportunities than not, given what we had seen so far out of Jack Chambers and left him with Ben Finley to come off the scout team and essentially help win the game on Friday? So I'm not saying that that there's not a doughy portion of the fan base. I do think that some people over the last couple of years have looked at the decision-making of how they've handled quarterbacks, and it's put them, it's put them in the position of, hey, Dave, stop playing so conservatively. Because that's the big thing, right? Dave, does a, Dave Dorn does a really good job at NC State, given what he has to work with. Okay, I think we can all agree on that. 98% of college football programs are in a position where you're lucky to, you know, you're, you're competing for bowls, have a chance at the ACC championship, et cetera, right? And one thing that Dave Dorn program, that Dave Dorn, Dave Dorn has done during his time at that program, is that they never have the bottom really fall out. There's a resiliency to Dave Dorn's group, and we saw this at the end of the season how they played against North Carolina. But there's a conservative level that really does tick a lot of people off, and they'll look back at the Syracuse game and wonder, well, what if you had handled that differently? They'll go back and wonder why Jack Chambers was given more opportunities when it was pretty clear that you know what. You don't trust him to throw, so maybe put a guy out there you do trust to throw. I think those are fair criticisms, by the way. Those are criticisms that you can have for a guy who's I mean, been here over 10 yeah, years. The program did bottom out in 2019. Mm-hmm. So How'd they bounce back, though? Right? Fair. So, Do you know what's coming next year, though? You've been on this. You've been on this. <laughs> what's coming next year is another one of those. How do you? How how bad is your... What's your basement? What's your basement going to be? Yeah. You know? Because I, I agree with you that Dave's consistency is his strength. Yes. Okay, so we go back to year number two, eight and five, seven and six, seven and six, nine and four, nine and four. There's your bottom. Mm-hmm. Four and eight, eight and four, nine and three, eight and four. At some point, you do need something better than nine and three. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And then at the other point now, we're going to go back to one of those years. We saw this in year one, 0 and, eight in the, 0 and 8 in the league, and we saw this in 19, 1 and 7 in the league. Yeah. I, I don't think state fans would be upset if he went five and six, lost a couple of these coin tosses that you won this year, right? You know what it's like? It's kind of like me with running, right? I was 0-8 the first few months okay. I, I tried running. I mean, I was terrible. I couldn't even run a mile. I have not really run this much. I have not really run much at all from the summer up until this point. Uh, but back in September, uh, me and Russ, you know Russ, we, 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 did a, we did a 5K. I managed to do the 5K in about 30 minutes, given I hadn't really run. So Pretty you good. know what? Maybe There's the your basement. Maybe the basement moves improved. up. It improved. So maybe the basement moves up for NC State. He'll have that opportunity next year yeah, to see what will. happens. Schedule is tougher, and you're losing a lot of players off of this year's team. 
So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Next up. Lean back. From Brian, hey Joe, do it's just November college basketball rules still apply for the Tar Heels after this weekend? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't an ideal weekend given the losses. It wasn't ideal given that we've seen Caleb Love and R.J. Davis take a bunch of shots that aren't going in. Uh, not ideal in that Armando Baycott seems to be playing through some level of pain as they go into the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Um, but yeah, it's still the end of November, and we saw this last year with the Tar Heels, and we've seen this a lot with college basketball, Julia, where Things will sort themselves out. There are some new pieces that still need to get coalesced here. I mean, the Iowa State loss is slightly troubling because I don't think Iowa State is that great shakes. Um, Alabama absolutely will be one of the final eight teams standing in the NCAA tournament, though. Yeah. And you, and you played four overtimes, and there were some egregious officiating mistakes <laughs> in pretty much all of the overtimes in yes, that game. Yes. So. I would not be throwing out the baby with the bathwater over the Alabama loss. Now, the, the Iowa State one was a little bit of a, a bugaboo for, for Carolina. Somebody got hot from three and, and beat him. And his name just happened to be Grill, you know. So, he was cooking. Yeah, all those things. He got hot. He was cooking. He was sizzling, yada, yada, yada. It's, the, been, it's been a good season the, for last names, man. Yeah. The question for Carolina for me is, was Brady Manick the bus driver? Hmm. Okay? Was he the piece that kept all of the parts? And Because remember... When it really came together for Carolina last year was when Dawson Garcia was out of the way and Brady Manick was in the way and then become becomes that leader. And he becomes the kind of guy where if Caleb Love has an off night, okay, it's okay. If R.J. Davis has an off night, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And now R.J. and Caleb are in a position where seemingly if they don't, if they don't bring it every single night, Carolina's not going to win. And that's not a position I think Carolina wants to be in. And I don't necessarily know what's going on with their bench. Seth Trimble's a guy. Seth Trimble's a guy, if Caleb Love had gone pro, would be starting right now mm-hmm. for Carolina. And quite frankly, he hasn't done anything. So I think if you're Carolina, you want to see a little bit more beyond just those four guys who came back. This is from Brian Ives over at the ACC Network. Uh, Brian got to start with ESPN stats and information, so he always has some fun factoids. Caleb Love and R.J. Davis are shooting a combined 41% overall and 26 from three. They've attempted 51% of North Carolina's shots. The rest of the team is shooting a combined 53% overall and 38% from three. They've attempted 49% of North Carolina's shots. We saw this last year. You talked about Brady Manick coming on and mm-hmm. kind of being that too. There was also the element of Caleb Love not just being a dude who's chucking up shots. All right, he 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 got into the offense. We're not seeing that early on. That can correct itself. We saw it last year. Next up. Whoa. All right, this one comes from Matt. Hey, Joe, does Jillio have any early bowl game speculation? No, I had to retire my yellow pad this year. Why? What? Uh, yes. Well, I, I can tell you where State's going. State's going to Charlotte, but. Okay. Um, Basically, <laughs> Wait, in the Dave, last. Dave, are you saying Dave Dorn has an opportunity to have mayonnaise dumped on his head? I, I'm telling you, we are having sicko committee, Ooh. big sicko Ooh. committee energy if we get Ooh. Dave against <laughs> Iowa in a game where the person who gets the nine first wins. 
because an NC State Iowa bowl game could be the cure for insomnia. Oh man! Uh, no, I, basically what has happened in my last this is 10, 11 years now, maybe even longer. Maybe it probably goes back to oh nine. Mm-hmm. I've lost my sources at the ACC. I've lost my sources at ACC schools, <laughs> and I had two great, great, great bowl game sources that are both that have both since retired. So like now, as I as I put it on Twitter, that they wouldn't be yellow pad projections; they would just be yellow pad guesses. Yeah. Before you're, I you're I, I literally had the answers to the test before guys. Like I, I you'd always get these random people from like Pittsburgh or Virginia Tech be like. Why do you trust this person, this random writer from Raleigh? And it's like, well, because I actually have all the answers from the ACC. <laughs> I don't have all of the answers anymore. I will direct you to Brett McMurphy, though. Action Network. Brett, he's plugged in. Does have the answer. Yeah, Brett's always plugged in. I think we got time for one more. How you doing? All right, last one comes from Woes. Hey, Joe, will there be a 99.9 The Fan display at Night of Lights? Yes. Look at us. We've, we're moving up in the world. La- last year, we did not have a display. Other parts of the Capital Broadcasting family had displays. I mean, there's this gorgeous setup for WRL TV, of course, because mm-hmm. it's WRL TV. We got new traffic patterns too. We do, we do. It uh, is nice. Durham Bulls had a really cool spot. They got the little blue monster, all that stuff. American Tobacco, uh, even Rocky Mount Mills. Everybody, like, Mix 1.5's got their big inflatables. We had nothing. We had nothing. So, last year, we just said, fine, you don't want to have a display for us. We were forgotten. We're the forgotten child. We'll go and make one. So, I got a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree and some some battery lights and put it up and let people find it. We actually do have signage this year. We're moving up. They're taking it seriously, Joe. Number one uh, TV theme song of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Is what? Jefferson's moving on up. Moving on up? Yep. Yep. Love it. I love it. Speaking of uh, music, have you started playing Christmas music yet in uh, Julia House? No, Joe. That's not. No. When do you start doing that? I started this weekend. Probably, I waited until Probably Friday. like Christmas Eve. Oh, man. I've been breaking out the Christmas records. Hype. I'm like, Dennis, we got to start bumping with some Christmas music. Oh, no. Oh, it's coming. Let's go. I'm hype about uh, this. You know what? At least we waited this year until after Thanksgiving. Okay. So, props to you. The OG, tremendous restraint alongside Joe. Well, because you, you, you know why? Because you weren't here. No. Oh, well, okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Look, I'll own that. I wasn't here for a lot of November because you know reasons. Brother got married, got the hockey dad life thing going on. No, the reason why we didn't do a lot of Christmas music in November, you know why? Because you gave me a new project, Thanksgiving music, and we put out a mixtape. People enjoyed it. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc.
you'd enjoy the My Chemical Romance version of this song. It's pretty rocking. I picked up a uh, I picked up a Christmas polka you, record. You'd enjoy things that have never been said before. You'd enjoy the My Chemical Romance. You'd enjoy yeah. the My Chemical Romance version yeah. of this song. Uh, there was also a Lil Wally, the Polka King. Found the, that's dancing around the Christmas tree. That slaps. That's just thirty minutes of polka Christmas music bangers. I highly recommend that one. What? <laughs> Should I bring my Christmas music collection over? There it is. It's pretty good. I do love a good punk cover of stuff. Love it. Kind of bummed I missed the My Chemical Romance show at PNC Arena a while back. Seemed like it was going to be a good show. I was thinking that was back in October. Anyway, I digress. So at the beginning of the season, you and I speculated about Dave Doran's future at NC State. Not that NC State, and this is to be clear, not that NC State would look to move on from Dave Doran if the season didn't go according to expectations. It would be more about Dave Doran relatively young guy in his coaching tenure uh maybe viewing this is the ceiling at nc state and going and finding another opportunity with any number of jobs that was opening up nebraska was the biggest one then wisconsin you, know, you got some smaller ones like arizona state auburn was looking for a new head coach hey ole miss they they could have he's flirted with ole miss in the past lane kiffin was theoretically going to leave for auburn that obviously did not happen he re-upped with ole miss so i thought it was speculation that wasn't so outlandish like we weren't being careless with it It was just kind of looking at the landscape and understanding where Dave Doran could possibly end up at the end of the season but now that it's Monday after the final weekend of the regular season and these schools have to get on it with their next hires we've seen these jobs fill up pretty quick it has not been as chaotic as previously expected and things are settling into a place where yeah, Dave Doran's going to be back next season, barring something nuts. Yeah, I think Dave Doran will now finish his career here at NC State. He, he's talked before about how he wants to retire at 55. He turns 51 next week. Mm-hmm. I could see that being a, a real possibility. Oh, the thought of retiring at 55. Nice, right? Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> not for most of us, no. <laughs> no. Not, not in this business. No, definitely not in this. <laughs> the way that I retire at 55 is if I win the lottery at this point or uh, you cash in one of the greatest tickets of all time mm. which i mean i know that's a possibility for you you actually have a higher chance of doing that than i do winning the lottery but that's another conversation for another day so the jobs that became available and are no longer have happened pretty quick so you got matt rule who's going to be the next head coach at nebraska we saw i feel like in hindsight once he got fired from the panthers we saw that one coming from a mile away like it just made sense well, the question was, did is that the job that he wanted? Sure. Right? Like, he, he was in a position where he could probably be a little bit choosy. And then, you know, Nebraska has to look at it, too. Matt Rule in college, let's keep in mind here, Nebraska, take whatever Nebraska's total is, take the under next year. They're going to go 1-11 and 11 next year. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He burns the thing down. Then they go 6-6, six and six, and his pattern has been in the third year to win double-digit games. What's going to be fascinating is how does he make that happen at Nebraska? Yeah. Because at Temp- while Temple is not a sexy job, it's not the job that Al Golden inherited and when he began the when he began the turnaround at Temple. You're also in the northeast corner. You can get certain guys in that at, at in from Temple in the Philly area and be a competitive football team 
pretty quickly, mm-hmm. given the Temple standard. Baylor, I don't know how to explain this enough clearly enough for people, because it's in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. okay? Like, it's not hard to find football players in the state of Texas. Sure. And Matt Rule's going to have to rely on whatever connections he had from being at Baylor, because the problem with Nebraska is you don't have a natural recruiting base. When Nebraska was running hot, mm-hmm. they would get players from Texas, they would get players from California, and they would get players from New Jersey. Okay? So what they're going to have to do is they need UCLA and USC to get into the Big Ten quickly mm-hmm. and on their schedule quickly so that he can recruit the state of California. If he can do that, he'll have himself a chance. The way of the corn. Uh, well, we'll see. One of us. One of us. Very excited for him. Uh, it looks like Hugh Freeze is going to take the Auburn job, leaving Liberty. He didn't get Greg Schiano'd? <laughs> no, Hugh Freeze is going to return to the SEC. He was the old Miss head coach. He got fired thanks to some scandal. Remember the text messages? NCAA scandal, but also text messages. So he'll be back in the uh, he'll be back in the SEC as the next head coach at Auburn. Wisconsin's hiring what Luke Fickle from Cincinnati. Yeah. From Cincinnati. Um, it looks like the hiring from within situation did not play out. That was a weird one. Very, very strange. So, and if you're Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, now is the time to make that move, and Wisconsin comes calling, you're good to go. So, Lane Kiffin staying at Ole Miss leaves that job, like a a job that maybe Dave Dorn might have looked at. But so, all this is to be laid out. Yeah, the coaching carousel did not go as nuts as we kind of anticipated or speculated on. And it's going to be a quiet offseason, theoretically, over at NC State. The only thing that you'll have to be worried about, I guess, going forward is how do you replace all those guys? <laughs> That's not going to be easy given uh, the, the, the the post-COVID year and how the portal is going to be very, very active in the era of name, image, and likeness. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year primary care and urgent care under one roof multiple locations virtual visits walk-in or schedule an appointment online from annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection strep or the flu we couldn't be more convenient learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org